Episode of the On the Radar podcast. We are a podcast that features music and studio performances with acts coming to, through, and from the greater Midwestern areas. My name is Peapod, and I am thankfully and so happy to add these guys into the rotation. You might have remembered them from our AS Coomer episodes. We are at the rack. We are at Bike Rack Records. Uh, Mike, Mark in studio with us. They're going to be jumping in here and there on this episode. Come, say hi, guys. How's it going? Hey, bro? everybody. Good. I'm so glad we could uh, hook up and do this on the regular. Uh, these guys are working very hard here in Northwest Ohio, and uh, we, we're glad to add them in the rotation for X. So, uh, happy to have you. Here. Yes. Uh, thank you so much. And I'm very excited for our guest this time. We it's been a minute since we've had a a rapper, hip hopper in in studio, and uh, this this uh, guy I, I don't want to say child because I mean I'm I'm about maybe I'm 34 and you're 17, yeah. so so I'm double literally double your age. Uh, Khalil the artist, did I pronounce that correctly? Yeah. Yes. Uh, and uh, he is from right here in Toledo. But you were telling us before we got started um, uh, that you were originally from New York. Yeah. Well, I lived in um. Upstate New York, uh, namely uh, Syracuse, the mm-hmm. Syracuse area, for about um, six years before I moved here about a year and a half ago. Right. What was it about uh, Toledo that you that you know you and your family thought it was uh, interesting uh, to come here? Um. Well, I'm Muslim, and okay. Toledo has a very big Muslim community, so that was mm-hmm. definitely one of the uh, things that attracted us over here. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, my dad he got a good job over here, a uh, good job offer, and then um. I don't know. We just liked the city when we we came and visited. We definitely uh, looked around Ottawa Hills, Sylvania, downtown Toledo. Just looked at all the areas and said, "This is a pretty nice city to you know live with your family." And I don't know. Ever since I moved here, it's been pretty dope. That's it's awesome, man. Well, welcome here. And uh, you know, I I came here in Toledo in uh, the fall of two thousand four for engineering. Uh, originally from Akron, Ohio, so it's about two and a half hours, uh, you know, south east of here. And originally went there for mechanical engineering. You know, that went grand, uh, clearly. Uh, <laughs> graduated uh, the spring of 09 with a bachelor's of communication and, you know, working radio, working this. So it, it's so nice to, you know, and the, the city is so g- great on, you know, a lot of the arts. Yeah, the city is super talented. That's something that I've definitely realized is that there's a lot of um, talent here and it's really kind of untapped. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's something that I've kind of thought of. Uh, when I further, um, when I delve deeper into my music career is to kind of bring that talent and other people more into the, more into the light. That's something that I realized too, is like, there's so many talented, not just rappers, Mm -hmm. but, uh, musicians and rock, uh, R and B, soul, different genres. And it's kind of, uh, it's just kind of a cool scene here. 
I, I love it, and it's a lot of hardworking people. And we, we were connected uh, by a mutual friend of ours, Zubeda Falah, who is yeah, uh, shout from, out Zubeda. Yeah, she's she's awesome. She does. <laughs> she's not cool. only she, not only is she's a very impressive businesswoman, but she has her own uh, uh, cure bars, which is like all natural, like more or less ener- for lack of a better term, energy bars. Um, uh, yeah, shout and, out cure bars. Yeah, uh, cure bars, and 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 it's wonderful. <laughs> and they also do a lot of uh, good because when they sell a uh, cure bar. They also give one to someone in need uh, who might be homeless or starving right now. So it's a it's a great program it's uh, with very, everything. Very dope uh, mm-hmm. brand, yeah. So we got hooked up uh, together through her because um, she was like, "Hey, I, I I know this kid who you know, is very positive message, you know, Muslim descent, you know, talking about like support and everything, and you know." Especially in the in the in the world and social politics right now, unfortunately, you know, when as soon as you say the word Muslim, red flag starts uh, popping up to to some, not many, to some, um, and and I'm like, you know what, I'm all about, you know. Uh, better, better representation and progress and everything. Uh, my father himself was is Lebanese, came from Lebanon. For real? Uh, came, yeah. Yep. Uh, came from the states uh, at sixteen. Almost went to Vietnam. Um, didn't. It was like he was like one of the very last like like the last helicopter trips out of the base he was staying at um, to like go and fly out to Vietnam. And they were like, "Hey, war's over." So he like it was like this close to like participating in Vietnam. Didn't. Finished his stay. I, I don't remember where though. Um, but and then he he's worked every day of his life uh, since then to, in like restaurants across uh, Ohio and the Cleveland areas and and, and things like that. So um, I, unfortunately, with like some of the events that happened at nine eleven, his restaurant got ransacked by people that didn't understand that like just because he's Lebanese, that doesn't necessarily, not necessarily mean that you know they're Muslim or whatever there's it's yeah it's just it's just different ignorance. shades of the rainbow basically yeah, it's just ignorance it's people not knowing correct it's people not wanting to know people are afraid of what they don't know so it's kind of like you know if you don't if if someone tells you something and you don't actually have a hands-on experience or you don't actually know someone that's that religion mm-hmm. or you kind of get the wrong idea from different stereotypes given by the media or mm-hmm. just the environment you're in then you kind of get the wrong idea of that gr- specific group of people. And I don't know, you kind of build this sort of mindset in your mind uh, and hatred towards this specific group of people. And um, yeah, I've kind of dealt with that a lot um, in my life since I moved to the States. I used to actually live in um, the the Middle East and the UAE, Abu Dhabi area, right, Abu Dhabi, yeah. Dubai. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved here when I was, uh, when I was about 10. Mm-hmm. And ever since I've been living in this well, I moved here a year and a half ago, but I was living in uh, upstate New York, and it was really country, sort of redneck area, and uh, I don't know. I didn't really have the best of times there. I mean, there was a lot of bullying and a lot of racism there, and um, a lot of, uh, you know, just back and forth between people who didn't like me because of my religion and didn't really understand what, you know, my religion was and uh who Muslims were because it's something that was really unfamiliar since I was like the first Muslim there and like a like a I don't know I think that was like there was like another family there that was Muslim but um they didn't really you know they don't really know people other than people that are whiter Christian right or, so it's like a culture shock to them yeah 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 it's, they're very secluded and kind of divided between you know different races it's just weird it's just a weird place mm-hmm. so when you when you came to the states and when you came into like new york in this area what's something that you really because um, you know at 17 you're still developing yourself as like a person 
you're you're still developing yourself as a person, uh, as, as an adult uh, about uh, about things. So, what is something that that has really spoken to you recently, good or bad, about being in the United States? Well, something that has uh, definitely uh, spoken good to me is that even though people here, even if they don't know much about you know me or my religion or or what type of uh, you know what type of people the Muslim community is like. Or what type of people are in the music? I can't say right now. No, it's fine. Um, what type of people are in the Muslim community? If if they're around those type of people, like people here in Sylvania and uh, and uh, downtown Toledo in this area, Ottawa Hills, th- when they are around those types of people, it doesn't really seem to phase them that they're around Muslims or that they're around people that mm-hmm. are different. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's kind of weird when you come to like a big city like Toledo that that type of uh, barrier that sets that's in between different religions and different races is kind of non-existent. It's very, it, it, we have a very eclectic uh, place in, in Ohio and in, 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 in the places like uh, you would expect more of eclectic places in more big metropolitan cities, you know, the things on the coast, things like that. You don't expect like a town in Ohio to have such a diverse mix of, you know, white, black, Muslim, crossroads of the U S we get a lot of, of, traveling population through you Mm -hmm. know and that's one of the things about like that topic on racism that has been noted before is if someone were to simply travel the world it would destroy their perception of racism oh yeah it's easy to create a monster out of somebody that you have never seen Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. Exactly. It doesn't it doesn't help that, that you know and, and you know I don't want to dog the, the the environment that I'm in, but like it doesn't help that like in the media that um, they you know they th- some people portray their own their own ideas and you know the the idea of like a lot of the news like if it bleeds it leads that's always like a big story and everything so it's always almost like fear mongering, but in the age we live in you know it, it's a lot easier to actually see what's going on and find out what's going on on the other side of the world, you know, and actually get an idea of all that, which is great about the internet that has connected us, but it's also a terrible thing that has connected us so much that a lot of people still don't understand. And, you know, the idea of, you know, fake news, quote unquote, um, and, and, you know, misinformation gets, you know, built up so high, so fast. Yeah. Something that I've definitely realized is that people will believe the first thing that they see on social media mm-hmm. and they won't really desire or seek to learn the truth mm-hmm. they'll believe the first thing that's uh put in front of them and that's how they take it and that's something that's definitely uh a problem in this country right now is with uh i don't want to get like all political and stuff but with no, donald trump and with uh the rise of uh you know that sort of group of people not mm-hmm. really to like segregate them or like seclude them but um that is definitely a problem when it comes to ignorance because They'll believe literally the first thing that they hear come out of his mouth and mm-hmm. about Muslims or Mexicans or anyone. And, you know, that's just kind of something that I and it's not even his fault, really. It's just he's bringing that out of them. That's something that has been in this country for a while is just taking advantage of the ignorance that is in this country mm-hmm. with, within the people that don't really understand what being someone other than what I mean, what uh, someone other than. Someone that's Christian is, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. It, I don't, it, it happens. It, it, it strikes on the fears of the, the, of the lowest common denominator. And it, it strikes on the idea of just like somebody different doing something different than you are. Oh, you know, like 
it, 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 that's what makes us all unique. That's what makes us America. That's what makes us, we are a melting pot of so things. And it, with all the, the race relations and everything, we can talk hours on this, obviously. Um, yeah. But like with all the race religions and everything, like, you know, there are certain things that if you don't look outside your own window and understand more, then yeah, it's scary. But things that are different doesn't need to be scary. Something different can actually be more enlightening. Uh, you have a better idea of how to how to not only take things from what's going on with somebody else and apply it to your own life. So you all it it it, it builds your opinion more as long as you you just kind of step out of your comfort zone for just a moment. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely and it definitely has a lot to do with your environment. You know, if you don't grow up around people that aren't white and there's and then like if you just grow up with one race or one religion and you don't know anything else, I can't really blame you for not understanding what those specific groups of people are like and you mm -hmm. building your own sort of idea of what those people are. But mm -hmm. you can be blamed for not wanting to educate yourself on, you know, on what the world is like because that's pretty easy to do. We have the Internet. so Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what is it uh, about music that you were drawn to? Um. Well... So when I started really listening to specifically rap music, yeah, um, I was it was all be, I was always because of basketball. I always loved to play basketball. Before music became a passion of mine, basketball was definitely the, the thing that I thought about and lived every day. And uh, do you play? Like, like, do you play? Sorry to interrupt. Do you play regularly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I play uh, from from time to time. Now I used to live right next to the basketball court in New York, but okay. ever since I moved here, I've kind of shifted over more to spending my time on music. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, listening to music while basketball, while playing basketball is something that I would always do. I couldn't play basketball without listening to music. You can right. ask any of my friends. Um, uh, really music and basketball, especially hip hop is definitely intertwined. And that's mm -hmm. something that kind of, inter like kind of attracted me listening to different rappers like Logic, uh, Drake, um, J. Cole, uh, th they kind of, I don't know, their stories kind of related to mine. Mm-hmm. And I could definitely connect with them a lot while listening to their uh, songs and kind of get a, sort of like a deep understanding of what rap music and hip hop is all about. And I mean, I don't just listen to rap music or hip hop, but uh, um, while listening to those rappers, specifically the thing that sets hip hop different from all genres, in my opinion, mm -hmm. is that it's very specific and it does a good job of describing different scenarios. So when someone's talking about, you know, going through the struggle of being poor or going through the struggle of dealing with uh bull crap on the streets you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. just going through different different things and uh different uh, hardships in life and being able to um relate to that in a really deep and uh you know just sympathetic way is uh what kind of attracted me to hip-hop and um also just seeing the vibes that um artists like Drake or superstars like Drake or Kendrick Lamar give off, mm -hmm. I kind of envisioned myself wanting to be like that one day. Because I've, I've always had a dream since I was a kid to either do great things, whatever I like to do, whatever uh, craft or I'm passionate about. But now that it's music, um, I don't see myself ever doing anything, uh, ever not doing music. I do see myself doing other things other than music. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, my name is Khalil the Artist for a reason. Um, it's not Khalil the rapper, because uh, I really want to just delve into different, um, different environments and different fields when it comes to uh, art and li like 
I don't know, like acting or uh, designing things. So whatever gives, keeps my uh, my crafty creative side sort of active, that's definitely what I want to get into and um, keep my uh, keep keep myself open to anything that I can uh, better myself as a person with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm coming for the cloud chasers. You don't have to show off. You're not hard. Who cares to be more mighty than I do? Guess what? I'm proud of that boy. <laughs> no, I'm not rapper for cloud, but I still got that cloud to unlock. Nah, I'm never capping. Nah, I'm never trapping. I don't got no Glock. Yeah, these rappers be bragging. They show off their diamonds. I bet it's a lot. But I'm not impressed with that shit, so I don't know all you rappers thought. Yeah, I gotta pay for my food with the quarters I find on the ground. My grandma gave me new shoes just so I could keep walking around. Yeah, I'm working hard on my music so that one day I can be proud. No, I don't got no Gucci, no Sachi, no Louis, no Supreme. I'm not in a chase in the cloud. Because I be dripping without it. Don't rock this out, I'm not different without it. Yeah, y'all think you're different without it. Look at my life, ain't no difference about it. Yeah, I be dripping without it. See me in public, I'm slipping around and y'all don't know what to do without it. Well, I'm still looking fresh, I could do without it. I... I don't got, I'm no drip, but I look fly. <laughs> yeah, I don't got a whip, but I still ride. Bootlegging movies, that's the vibe. <laughs> My wallet always empty, I lick guys as flies. <laughs> broke boy forever, I do what I like. Yeah, I don't really care if I'm broke for the rest of my life. Cause it ain't about the money, that's not my concern. Even if I make it, money won't be first. Yeah, I know what's important, I know Louis person At least I know that I'm dripping without him If you're looking at me, then you question your thirst Everybody nowadays be looking out upon themselves Feeling like they gotta spend their hundreds Like I ain't gotta show off because what anyone else thinks They just gonna do the same blunders Don't care if I got the money, got an album That I'm dropping on the road, the whole thing on my $20 phone Yeah, I'm a rapper, now I'ma live my life And I'ma give whoever fire I hurt, even if I die broke Cause yeah, I'll be dripping without it Don't need the cloud, I'm not different without it Yeah, yeah, y'all be sniffing around But Khalil on top of it, and all that's out here Yeah, y'all be tripping without it don't need a trip, just stay chillin', stay vibing to the name brands, got you hypnotized, and I'm just sick and tired of trying to live my life. Yeah, dripping without it. Yeah, I be, yeah, I be, yeah, I be dripping without it. <laughs> when you were talking about, you know, some of the influences and some of the artists that you really like in the in, in the rap genre, you said they, they give off a certain vibe. Can you get Yeah, can you, give, you know when you're you listening explain? to like your favorite song and you just kind of get that sort of power and mm -hmm. you feel you feel their energy. Um, that's something that I want to do for people is kind of do the same thing that my favorite artists and favorite um, role models have done for me is sort of reciprocate that sort of energy through my music and um, give people a sort of feel of, uh, you know, just make them feel like they're with someone, you know what I'm saying? Like, I make them feel like they're happy, sad, just kind of give them, make them feel my vibes, you know what I'm saying? What is, uh, what's some other genres of music or artists that you still, like, Obviously, you're, you're you're pursuing uh, the rap music, but what's some of the yeah? Some I'm the open other to any genre. I'm definitely going to delve into multiple genres because I'm not just a rapper, but rap right now is kind of what I'm getting my uh, my hands into. And um, but yeah, I definitely like R and B a lot, mm -hmm. a lot, a lot. Um, contemporary R and B artists like uh, I don't know if you know uh, Khalid or Khalid. Some people okay. say mm -hmm. um, Bazi. I don't know if you know him. No. Just uh, let me think of another one. You know Frank Ocean? Yes. Yeah, Frank Ocean's great. Uh, 
just just artists like that that kind of you know give some sort of like a sensual sort of feel. The weekend kind of bounces the weekend. between the between the two worlds a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The weekend definitely gives into. Um, he's one of my favorite artists. Definitely mm-hmm. pop, R and B, hip hop on one. He's great. Um, that's something that I definitely want to be seen as is sort of like a Drake sort of figure, someone mm-hmm. that's like, you know, not just a rapper. He can sing. He can. Uh, sort of like he can spit bars he can talk about deep deep stuff um just kind of not care what anyone else thinks and do whatever he feels like Mm -hmm. um when it comes to music and that's something that i definitely respect is someone like drake or logic that kind of gives out that message to just be yourself and not care what other people think it's it's that combination of like music becomes more like than than itself much like a lot of like i was just talking about this really the other day with a lot of sports figures because, uh, um, you know, sport, like a lot of people become so big and they do so much for not only their their area of work, but like they become pop culture sensations. Yeah. You know, um, it, it's it, it's crazy about how, how the world works and how arts work, whether it even is, you know, because even in sports can be defined as art as well because yeah, there has definitely. to be some kind of practice, some sort of finesse. With definitely a lot of art people. is definitely art is definitely not like a tangible thing you can identify. Art is whatever you feel passionate in doing and something that you can sort of um, string down into like a craft. You can definitely identify it as a craft. Basketball is a craft. Football is a craft. Um, rapping and making songs is a craft. Drawing is a craft. Whatever I feel like is a craft is definitely art. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, the most recent that I remember is you know Kobe Bryant, who unfortunately just passed. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and like I was recording literally the last episode, our Blessed Nova episode, in between stuff when I found out he passed, and I'm just like with that whole situation, it just drove like I was just shocked. And like Kobe Bryant was one of those people that like I spoke before that became such a pop culture phenomenon. He, of course he's great in his craft, but he just grew more out of all the work he has done. Uh, you know what he's done for the game, what he's done for the, you know, uh, for, you know, uh, men and women trying to get out there, you know, the less fortunate things like that. It, it, it becomes such a bigger phenomenon. It's and definitely I, bigger than basketball. What oh yeah. He's done. It's like he used it, his status mm-hmm. to like better the world. And definitely, way, definitely. You know I mean? And it just feels like sometimes a lot that when, especially now, like if you don't come out, I feel like if you don't come out the gate, like paying it forward in some sort of fashion, that when you get to a higher point, like if it's, if it's always been like part of your path, then when you do more for others, they're like, yeah, he's always been doing this. But like a lot of people, like I feel like a lot of like, you know, Hollywood elite or whatnot, when they try to do more for the lower end. Like now, because the internet and whatnot and, and, you know, social media all connects us more and we can see what they're doing. It just feels so half-assed, you know? Yeah. Like, it, so like someone like Kobe Bryant, who's done and who's seen that path and knows the story uh, on everything, you know, getting to that point when he's paying it forward, it doesn't, doesn't, it's, it, you don't blink about it. Yeah, it's definitely, he's so, he was so unique and, um, yeah, definitely his dedication to, to his favorite uh, sport and his craft was definitely something that was an inspiration to many people. It was definitely an inspiration to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, LeBron's my favorite player, but Kobe's oh, definitely yeah. my second. Oh, yeah. Um, so when he died, it was kind of like a shock to me. I was 
I couldn't really fathom it like everyone else couldn't really, you know. Cause I still can't really fathom it. Such it's a so big figure weird. just yeah. dying like that out of nowhere yeah. in such a tragic way is definitely a shock. But it just made me think and reminisce on how uh, how it kind of built my mindset. Like, definitely his mindset, his mama mentality definitely kind of, you know, inspired so many people in different ways and pushed them forward, made them, it pushed them forward in whatever they wanted to do. Uh, definitely inspired me when it comes to rap music and definitely when I was playing basketball I always thought of Kobe whenever I was shooting and uh, just try to you know grit my teeth and lace my shoes and just play through whatever I was going through and that's what I'm doing now is just keep my same mindset keep a um, keep my will and my integrity strong and just push through whatever life throws at you that's definitely what I've learned from Kobe and it's a uh, tragic to see that he's gone yeah it, re- it, re- it really is mindsets like that don't come every you know it's just, it's just sad it's 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 that it's that fine line between confidence and cockiness yeah but you know what one can be defined as cockiness you know it also goes back to the point that it's, it's how you perceive it how you perceive yourself as everything and you know i i personally struggle with self-confidence issues all the time uh but many can see me what i do now and they're like oh he has all the confidence in the world like we yeah. my wife has always told me that remember these like everybody is self-conscious about something it's just how you kind of built your own mentality and how you put it out there in the universe yeah, it's how you combat it too mm-hmm. it's like how you deal with your um your internal struggles and the way you think about yourself on the inside is definitely very uh impactful to you as a person mm-hmm. uh we we talked about the kind of the the falaf family before we started about like the the school that you're at that that is really yeah. big <laughs> on you know uh of uh men and women trying to pursue these arts. Can you tell me a little bit more about it? Yeah, it's the it's, it's the Bounty Collegium, my family for real. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a it's a school in Sylvania. Just to give you a rundown. Um, very small school, about maximum forty people. Really? Yeah, it's super small. So is it like more like a trade school in a sense? But uh, it's kind of like a charter school a little okay. bit. It's like charter business school. Right. Um, it's from uh, grades uh, six to twelve. Mm-hmm. Um. And we just, we just have so many talented and bright-minded kids there that just want to um, innovate in different fields. We have a kid there that uh, has uh, that makes soccer balls. Oh wow! And um, has deals with actually FIFA and different leagues in Europe. Wow! And we have a student um, that's making movies that actually has a. I don't know if I should be saying this or not, but <laughs> she's a she's she's a has different deals with different people. I don't know. It's just definitely something that. Uh, um, when I look at the Bounty Collegium, it's something that I wish a lot of more people could have something like that instead of uh, the systems that people have to go through nowadays, like public school. Mm-hmm. That that was kind of like a hard thing for me to go through for so many years, public school. And um, just to go through just to go to the school for the last two years of my school uh, life is kind of dope because um, I really don't know what I would do without it, because uh, before I came here. Basketball was definitely my passion, but now music is definitely sort of taken over my life. And the Bounty Collegium has definitely helped with that. It's definitely such a unique school. There's nothing like it that I can think of. And um, everyone that goes there just wants to strive for greatness. Everyone that goes there wants to become the best at something. And it just sort of manifests a mindset for ultimate success. 
it's it's honestly such a great place. Do you have any any ideal? Uh, because you said it, you're you're towards the end of your your schooling. Are, are you going to try to pursue college? Are you going to try to pursue yeah. something else business wise? Um, I'm definitely going to stick with music for my whole life and mm-hmm. definitely try to expand in my career when it comes to arts. Um, but yeah, after school. After school's over, I honestly don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'm thinking about maybe going into something when it comes to maybe maybe humanities or something mm-hmm. like that in college, just to you know educate myself and you know get a better understanding of the world. I I'm always uh, I I kind of wish that when I, if I could like go back and and explore a lot more of those things. My sister does a lot of work. She did a lot of work in like Ghana, West Africa like throughout the years and even ended up meeting her husband there. And she's done massive work on like farms and, and equipment and like the people that, that have done in, in those parts of the country. And I wish I, I, I went back and like explored more of those areas that, and also maybe a little bit more business than, than necessarily uh, communications. I mean, I love what I do right now, but like I now even looking back, like what if, if I'm doing the stuff what I'm doing now, I don't necessarily needed college for that. Yeah, you definitely. It's look, really weird. Yeah, you I always look back agree. at things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you always look back at things and wonder what could have happened, but it's always good to be satisfied with what you're doing now. This is pretty cool. Uh, this is a pretty cool podcast. So definitely, what you're working on right now is is, def- is something that's really great. Oh, I appreciate um, that. Um, tell me a little bit about some of the music. Uh, you, you you release your first song out there, "Dripping Without yeah. It." Yeah. <laughs> tell me a little bit about it. Um, "Dripping Without It" is a song I wrote. Um, to kind of counter the the mindset in hip hop right now, that's uh, you know, hip hop right now is very about flashiness and flexing on people and showing off mm-hmm. all of your uh, all of your wealth and fortune. And I don't think that's the right way to approach things, in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. But you know, people will do what they want, and um, I'm not everyone's dad, so <laughs> it's a uh, but the, I think the thing that the, really made me want to make this song was to kind of give a counter. Because there always has to be a counter something. There always has to be a balance. Mm-hmm. And I feel like by making the song, it introduced, it introduced something new to the to the industry, which is um, that people don't really hear about people flexing or bragging about being broke or being in an unfortunate situation. Right. And I kind of wanted to do something opposite or contradictory to what most rappers are doing nowadays to show you know that i don't really care what people think about me to also show that um to to live life happily wherever you're doing or whatever you're going through whatever situation you're in Mm -hmm. to just be happy that you're alive you know um and to kind of bring a sort of swagger with it to bring some sort of cockiness and uh you know bring the same energy that people are flexing with in the hip hop industry, but to a more unfortunate situation and something that people don't really, people might, people might find it corny, but I feel like it's definitely a good idea because, um, I think that when you look at hip hop nowadays, that there's a lot missing from it, a lot of innovation missing from it. But I also feel like we're in a good place right now when it comes to the genre there's a there's always going to be good and bad there's always going to be um superficial stuff there's always going to be uh you know people lying about their situations but as long as you keep it true and as long as you are honest like i was being brutally honest with my song you know right one of the lines is uh picking up quarters from the ground <laughs> to pay for my food so it's like you know 
but it's always good. I think it's no matter what, no matter what people think about you, it's better to be honest than to lie about what you're going through, you know? And Mark, you seem very intrigued by uh, all that. I'd love to hear your two cents on that. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's good because it's it's authentic. Yeah, yeah. Authenticity is something that's definitely lacking in the hip-hop genre nowadays. Yeah, well, and it's authentic and it perpetuates a positive message because, like you said, hip-hop is oversaturated with this these ideals and it's it's like extremely very negative to and it's honest. extremely influential because yeah. hip-hop is like one of the largest if not the largest yeah, industry definitely in music largest right now right and yeah. it, it's it's uh it's influencing the younger generations and what do we what do we end up with we end up with a lot of these artists that are dying from overdoses on xanax and drugs yeah and gun violence the whole industry is just saying yeah. like at least the the mainstream department of the industry is just like perpetuating this this negative yeah, for sure. Lifestyle, definitely you know? So that's good. It's positive. It's it's and it's like I said, it's authentic, which is something that in art you that art kind of desires that you need to be authentic. Otherwise, you're not really creating. For sure, for sure. That's art. definitely something that I want to do when, as an artist, as a rapper, as as I grow, is definitely push something to counter the negative influences that a lot of rappers have on not only the youth but everyone that listens to hip hop because it's not just the youth. Um, a lot of people are definitely dying from drug overdoses and from gun violence inspired by uh, this genre. And it's something that it's just it's very toxic. And it's something that I hate to see because my perception of hip hop isn't negative. It's something that brings people together. It's something that builds connections, something that um, people can. Hip hop is basically a friend that you have. And no matter what, where you are, no matter if you're alone or not, it'll always be there for you. Mm-hmm. And to to kind of you know poison it with things like oh i'm gonna shoot you or oh to to do drugs which it's all cool to be honest with me because people can talk about their lifestyles and whatever they live but to kind of inspire people in a negative way or influence them in a negative way is just kind of you know you're not doing the right things with what you have to always uh yeah and to say like you know like recently juice world you know uh very famous artist um died and he always talked about how he wouldn't be doing the drugs that killed him if it wasn't for listening to his favorite rappers mm-hmm. and um it's just kind of sad to think about what what would happen if that never occurred and if hip hop was kind of more of an environment where peace love and positivity was more frequent instead of you know these fake lifestyles or these flashy, attractive sort of, you know, out of control. It exists out there. Definitely. People like you with that mentality exist. Yeah, definitely. It's it's an industry like every other. It's just what, what, what is selling is. Yeah. Whatever the majority, uh, whatever is most popular will always, you know, that's what I'm kind of trying to do too, is just make sort of not really like a clean sort of positive sort of, um, message be pushed forward. But, you know, there definitely needs to be some sort of balance or something to counter, you know, all the negative and toxicity within the genre. Yeah. It's Cleo the Artist. Okay, now you don't really want to see me when I get mad. I might be white, but I still rap. And I still got an itty-bitty part of me that hates being A-Rap, but that's because of way back. Wait a little minute, let me take a way back. Never mind, forget that, nothing changes the past. And I'm so pissed off at this world full of ops that it's about damn time for my payback. Yeah, I'm going vivid. Do not test me, I make my life a mission, yeah. I see the vision, but 
what I can't see is why these people tripping, yeah, this ain't your business, ADHD got me thinking I missed it, I need to calm down cause I'm going live it, step away from me before your will gets written, Felix spinning riddles on the cat in the hat, but if you take me out of my mental, I'm the cat with a gat, JK that's a lie, I'm not really about the life, but if you cross the line, the breath finna be a last, I feel like when the rock drops cause I'm fierce and I'm fast, and my step back and the backwards always repping the chasm, why they thought they texting me, can't you see that I'm busy, can help you quit asking me for my damn snapchat, and I never run out of bars, rewind it then I pause, but watch out when I resume, I'm still making moves, and you drop your jaw, watch out don't drop your guard, it's me KTA and I'm on my squad, I feel like Sasuke when I'm spitting bars, my saliva higher, my spit is charred, and I'ma do it like any mini 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 mo, I'ma make it with the rapid flows, this time, if I see my enemy, then you better believe that I'ma do a little more than roast, I feel like Scarface when I am low, better yet, I'm Don X Al Pacino, but this time, there ain't gonna be no acting, I have to look at Vocal Dragon, spitting flames, still the same, yeah, it's getting out of control, oof, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna live it. Whoa, 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 uh. <laughs> and my edit kid is primo, barely dropping singles. I got the loops coming out of me like different one I'm proud to see. I'm about to be the new Todd Scavino, and I want it this forever, even longer than I can remember. I do it for the people I live in and thank God for what I'm giving. And sort of I grew up in the desert. That just means that I grew up in the heat. I ain't grew up in the streets, didn't grow up in the D. No, I'm never packing heat, and I'm noodling heat. Wouldn't think I'm a rookie. Yeah, I'm just 17, I guess it's not shabby. I used to run up all the people and call me a jihadi. Gives a right partially. I be bombing on speed, erasing affecting me. Run up on me, you don't see them in this ass lyrically. Better be listening to Capiche. But I guess all of y'all just ain't used to it yet. My lyrics say, dog, I need a new vet. I'm used to killing this like I'm a vet, and I'm not a vet, but feel like I'm the best. Mayday, mayday, got these haters hating on me in a panic, now they know all the rest. Always hungry, I'll be fasting on them, feels like Ramadan, yeah, I know that I'm blessed. If in the end, if in the gutter, they be feeding for the drug, but if you really wanna smoke, then I ain't finna relent. I'm a Leo, I'm a line, in my ceiling, get it higher, like this music on your playlist, I know that I'm up next. This ain't my intention, this is God's decision. They be getting mad, but I be going live it. This is my life, and I'm going live it, so don't you blink or if you're finna miss a light, damn. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going live it. Hip hop has always been one of those genres that's always been counterculture. Yeah. Uh, much like punk music, much like, you know, a lot of rock music. Uh, you know, it's always been uh, different from the, the straight and narrow. So anything ab- uh, anything outside of that straight and narrow is 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 deemed, you know, offensive. Um, but it's all of how you spin it, like, uh, you know, which has been so far a common theme of uh, of everything. It's, you know, is positive knowledge, positive things you put out in the in the world and, you know, learning more outside of your bubble to get better knowledge and then you can apply it better to whatever you're doing. Definitely. What are some of the places you want to take your music to? Like you, you, you have the first song out, um, you know, where else do you want to go from here? Um, I definitely want to work on, like I said earlier, um, many different genres, uh, delve more into R and B right now. I mean, right now I only have one hip hop song out, Pretty soon I'm going to be releasing a full hip-hop album mm. and uh, just dip my fingers into multiple genres as many as I can and maybe even start my own genre, you know what I'm right. saying? Just, just to kind of not bound myself to any sort of, you know, category or anything. That's what my name means is Cleo the Artist. Don't really want to be bound by anything. I make my own rules. Mm-hmm. I say what I want to be a part of. And yeah, that's basically it just to, and also to answer your question another way, um, I definitely feel like, uh, hip hop, although it's great and all, um, 
I feel like people nowadays they only seclude themselves to one genre, listening to one specific genre, and mm-hmm. their taste is very specific. I feel like keeping your taste and your uh, ears open to anything will kind of, you know, not only make your daily lives better, but, you know, just what you listen to kind of really has a very big impact on your life. And that's something that I've realized. Um, um, Music and genres and everything has become yeah. have become so fluid to the point that the only reason we have genres is for for media types and also and, and, yeah. and categorization uh, for at stores. That's really everything is so fluid nowadays that, you know, uh, and, you know, streaming services and everything helps kind of somewhat keep you in that same bubble of listening to the same things, but can also help you explore more. Like, you know, if it wasn't for, to be honest, Spotify, then I wouldn't discover half the artists that I've listened to now, you know, and getting to acts that I, you know, I, there may not be a chance that I can get into a band out of the UK, but if I didn't discover it on a platform like that, that connects us together, you know, it helps. It's all how you use these tools of the trade, no matter if it's, you know, political, musical, arts anything it's all how you 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 put it out in there because if you put it with malice and hate of course everybody's going to respond to that with anger with hatred and things like that and, yeah and just reciprocate what you're being given i agree i agree so it's it's all over the place you know you were also saying that you know when, when we were getting started you were a big anime fan i mean i see <laughs> i see i see the shirt and everything you know yeah and and anime has always been you know also a, a culture that you know has hip hop roots as well, which is definitely, really, definitely. I'm really glad you know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, yeah, my favorite anime is a uh, Naruto, oh, right. and that's definitely been. I've watched that since I was about like six years old, so it's it has deep roots within my life. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's it's starting to have more of like a hip hop, deep hip hop connection, which is. is kind of cool. And uh, I just kind of want to further that a little bit, which is it's something represented in my image is, um, my love for anime, and it's a. Uh, Something that's definitely very popular, you know, uh, growing culture. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Hook up with of? an animator yeah. on your first music video, making that anime style of oh uh, yeah, that'd be stuff, dope. You know, that's yeah. what do you think of Cowboy Bebop? Yeah, oh, you guys dope like OGs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only anime I'm I'm more of a kind of a live action uh, Japanese television, so I like uh, what uh, the, where the the series that Power Rangers came from in Japan is called uh, Super Sentai. So it's all that, and you know the giant robot. And I'm a big fan of like Ultraman, so like giant giant people fighting giant monsters and you everything. Just like giant things. I do, I do. <laughs> I'm a size queen. What, what can I say? <laughs> no, I just I, I I love the idea of that. I think that's uh, really cool. And um, but I did love uh, ironic. As we talk about giant things, Attack on Titan. I thoroughly enjoyed that. You know, it's just, there's just a certain amount of animes I, I like to explore more if I have time. But yeah, people like to hate Lord on anime, knows, but yeah. anime is, yeah, people, <laughs> love, people love anime. People love anime. People, love anime. people, <laughs> people like to co- people hate on anime cons. That's the problem. Oh yeah, they're yeah, yeah, just true, afraid true. of the anime with yeah. themselves. For no. sure, for sure. People people that hate on anime secretly love watching anime. Yeah, because sure. there's something there for everybody. Definitely. Honestly, like I think that there may be a few people that have kind of sullied the crop for the rest oh, of Oh, yeah. Well, know. that's everybody. Yeah, and every, every, yeah, every fan right. base you know, Because anime is amazing. It's wonderful. They yeah. literally have an anime about cooking. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what it's called. My no, friend. and you really, have no idea because yeah. it's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. It actually literally is. Like, the food looks delicious. It's <laughs> yeah, like, right. They, like, overly animate this stuff, <laughs> and it looks, like, savory. And You're right. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a good way to uh, spend your free time watching anime. That's what I always do is 
try to watch Naruto, One Piece, all the great like animes. They bridge that gap. They like the Wu Tang Clan. They love oh, like yeah. martial arts, and that's sure. like a huge like. They, they yeah, I feel like that's blend. something definitely dope. Is when different cultures kind of combine to push sort of like a an unusual image that's very attractive. Like um, that's something that I definitely want to do when it comes to anime. Yeah, like you said, Wu Tang. Pushing that sort of Japanese martial arts Bruce Lee sort of style. Of there is a yeah. basketball anime. I forget what it's called, yeah. but I, I, I can picture it in my head. <laughs> well, it, what's 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 something that you want to see? Like, can, uh, like in in a, in, a, in a wild world, take the two things that you want to see kind of combined together that you you would think that the normal person wouldn't think those two things would go together, but you can actually you personally would see dots connect for. Hmm, let me think. Two different. Two different, like much like much like how we talked about like anime and hip hop, that two things that you didn't think would come together. What are two other things that you think, in your opinion, that there could be something there if someone would bridge the gap? Hmm, let me think. Let me think. There's definitely a lot of possibilities for different things to be connected, but I feel like something that's definitely untapped, um, is. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I mean, while you're thinking about it, like, I mean, I could just imagine, like, uh, you know, Post Malone just fairly recently did a song with Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, so yeah, you get, yeah. so you get the idea of Post Malone being like this found from SoundCloud rapper, you know, and and he's doing doing a song with one of the, the still living metal legends, which was actually an amazing song, which is and, also an amazing and he, song. Ozzy himself is quoted as saying it was one of his favorite projects that he's worked on in a long time. Like, yeah, he he loved it. Yeah, know? I think I always enjoy Post Malone. I just I I just it's something about so I wanted to hate him, but I just love you him. Can't. He's great. He's like and he seems like a genuinely he good. He seems dude like a genuinely excited guy. I just hate his fucking tattoos. <laughs> it's just oh, he looks like a cart collector at it, Walmart. It just like he just looks. Like you got drunk at a party and somebody wrote on your face. Like I, Damn, that's what's some, that's something that I personally can't get behind. It's all this influx of face tattoos. Oh, yeah. Don't get a face tattoo. Definitely won't ever. No. <laughs> that's something that that uh, I personally wouldn't do. That's a lot of things that new rappers do to sort of you know get more of like an attractive image. I, just, I, don't, I don't really. Under, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't rock with that. <laughs> I don't understand. Kids these days under their face tattoos and their baggy pants and their makeout parties, whatever. I don't get. <laughs> I don't get. No, I just. I literally like. I love tattoos and I love the expression of tattoos. And I have a handful of them, but like I would never get one on your face. I right would never there, go but... on. It's, it's your damn. Face. A, beard, a beard is almost like a three-dimensional. Face I mean, I, I'll ta- I'll stick with this. It's good, and if I don't <laughs> like something, I can just go somewhere and they could just cut it off or clean it up. Like you're stuck with like a shoe on your face or whatever. I might tattoo a beard because I can't. <laughs> I can't chia. You know, you can't. You can't, ch- <laughs> you can't chia. Just like take hair medicine or something. I don't know. Maybe it maybe it'll grow out more. I don't know. Hair um, medicine, I'm, bad name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, ooh. To answer your question earlier, I feel like something that definitely needs to be bridged together. That that actually has been started to bridge together, but hasn't been fully you know connected. Mm-hmm. Is um sort of like soul and. Uh, funk music uh, combined with hip hop. That's something that uh, Kendrick Lamar likes to do mm-hmm. a lot. Um, something that uh, J. Cole would like to do. Childish Gambino. Is Childish Gambino, have you, have you ever heard of him? His yeah, last oh, album. God, I love Childish, Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino is my favorite, well, definitely my favorite artist. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he likes to, he made a whole entire soul album. No hip hop, no rapping at all. Right. That's just kind of weird. I feel like finding a middle or finding a balance with in between the genres is uh something that's that definitely needs to happen 100 percent 
Um, and Donald Glover is just impressive in himself. Not only a great actor and comedian, every, every but Definitely. like he he. He he can rap. He can he can soul make baby make music. I yeah, swear. I think at least a th- at least a couple of kids were born from that album. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. He's definitely in my top five for sure. Yeah, he's he's incredible. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's hilarious. I, uh, Donald Glover's weirdo. I watch that at least once yeah. a month. Is it watch Community? Oh God, I love Community. You watch Atlanta. I oh, Atlanta. I, so I started good. watching Atlanta and then like I stopped for a while. But I, I want to get back into it. But, like, there's certain parts that make me uncomfortable, and I think that was probably the reason why. Because it shows you, like, a real look at, like, the world in, like, you know, in, in some of those areas. And yeah. and maybe it's just me because I, I hate feeling, like, super uncomfortable on, on things. Like, it's it's too real, man. I can't I can't do it. I can't. Definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Childish Gimmel has something he likes to do is make people uncomfortable. That's I think, that, that I I think like that's worse. Him, though. So. Yeah, he definitely likes to make people uncomfortable and step out of their comfort zones. Um, he's definitely one of my biggest inspirations as an artist because he's very freelance. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. Uh, he he kind of doesn't really care people think, but also he creates his own sort of vibes. Mm-hmm. Like with his uh, song, very popular song, Red Bone. Mm-hmm. This is America. That's very original. You never really see anything like that. I yeah, thought it was great. A I have a pin of a "This Is America" that is like he's doing like kind of the the the, the ending like shooting like pose, and it's like <laughs> in, it, as a flag. I have an enamel pin of that. It's 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 rad. So, um, so so basketball positive message, you know, anime like <laughs> Khalil. What what else do you want people to know about you? Um, definitely that I'm here to stay. I'm definitely going to be um, pushing my agenda for as many years as I can. In my song, Dripping Without It, I say um, I'm going to still be rapping even if I die broke. Mm-hmm. So it's not really about the money for me, even though, you know, money would be nice. But, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Don't know, we all. Yeah, people like to definitely hate on money and on the fancy lifestyle. But um, I definitely seek to change things about the world through music mm-hmm. and how people perceive uh, how music and stories are supposed to be told. Mm-hmm. Um, artists that I uh, get inspiration from, like J. Cole, definitely likes to, like how he shares his story in such a unique and artistic way. I definitely want to start my own wave like that mm-hmm. um, and not be limited by any sort of style of rap either. You know, um, rap really, I like to rap really fast really slow like trap choppy mm-hmm. sort of rap like mm-hmm. that um anything that i can sort of get my uh hands on that i can um explore anything new i'll definitely try to attempt it and i won't stop until i perfect it that's that's just how i am i like to master things i like to stick to one thing until i'm done with it then once I've mastered that, move on to the next thing, but also keep with the old thing. You know, I'm not going to ever stop doing rap. I don't think so. Um, rap is something that I love, but I definitely will be uh, expanding my uh, musical skills as much as I can. You're a young kid with with a good head on his shoulders and a, and a, and a good passion for what you believe in. I, I, I think the sky's the limit for you. So I, I'm very excited for all, all the things uh, that that has happened to you. So good, good luck, and I hope and I hope this helps in in some sort of strange way. And hope we you know we help yeah, definitely. you know connect with people uh, with uh, for your future. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely confident um, in my talents, and not just mm-hmm. rapping, but singing. Um, I've been in a multiple uh, state competitions when I was living in New York for singing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I just recently discovered how good I am at rapping and because I've kind of soaked that up from listening to so much rap music mm-hmm. and kind of built my own sort of style out of it. Um, but I definitely feel like, yeah, like you said, the sky's the limit for me and whoever has that sort of mindset to always be open to new things and to always want to grow will always be successful no matter what. You're the youngest guest. I'm just trying to rack my brain, but you are probably the youngest guest I've ever had. And you, you have a mentality and a, and a passion for things and how you hold yourself to people that, you know, twice the age. Like, I wish I was I, – I wish I had a better head on, on my shoulders than this guy. Like, it's it's crazy to me. that like, I appreciate it. it. Yeah, you, 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 do a lot, you do a lot of good, and I, and I hope for the best. For I you. wish I was That's this confident. Yeah, like, I'm not this confident. I and, uh, yeah, I'm not. And, <laughs> sure. and he's, and, and That's all thanks to the Valley Collegium, definitely. Yeah. Definitely my school is – it's not really a school. It's uh, sort of like, you know, a place where I can grow, and it's kind of built this mindset within me to to be more mature about things, but mm-hmm. to also – know that nothing can stop you from reaching your goals and to always uh, strive for what you desire. I love it. I absolutely love it. If we want to get in touch with you, how do we do so? Uh, Hit me up on Instagram at the real KTA. Yeah, definitely got to get my followers up pretty pretty soon. (laughs) (laughs) Almost at a thousand. Oh, nice. Be a lot more, hopefully. Yeah, one more. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Awesome. And of course, if we want to get in touch and, and, and record at Bike Rack, how do we do so, guys? Oh, we're everywhere. We got Insta, Facebook, BikeRackRecords.com, our URL. Got that fancy new website. Look oh, at you moving up with Very that. With exciting. that, I, I love it when you were like, "Hey, hey, here's our website again, but this time with a good, uh, a uh, good, good thumbnail yeah. now." Did yeah, you check it out. Yeah, I did. <laughs> it's really, it's, it's nice. good. Our, it's guy, nice. our, our nerd did a good job. Yeah. Shout out to your nerd. Yeah, shout out to the bike rack nerd. <laughs> <laughs> and this nerd wants to tell you that uh, if you want to get in touch with this podcast, follow us Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's at On the Radar PC. And of course, we're on all the major podcast platforms iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeart, etc. And if you have an opportunity to not only subscribe but leave a review, please do. It just helps us out and get our, get our word out there. Um, is it cool if I do a shameless plug real quick? Oh, absolutely. Shameless. This, for, is shameless, yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is the shameless plug section. Um, I'm dropping a song next week uh, called Livid. Okay. Um, it's probably what I'm going to be doing today. Uh, it's really fast. If you like really fast, like Eminem, Jordan Lucas, Logic Styles uh, rap, that's what I'm going to be doing on it. Um, it's a very, very dope track. Uh, you probably won't be able to understand a word I say on it because I'm <laughs> rapping so fast. But uh, yeah, I'm dropping that next week and uh, it'll be my second single I'm putting out. Nice. And uh, yeah, I'm just excited for it. I'm excited to be releasing as much music as I can and see how I'm going to be from a year from now. I'm very excited. It's definitely the start of a lot, many great things to come. Absolutely. And on that, I am Peapod. You are you. And don't fight it. Feel it. And we'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening to another great episode of the On The Radar Podcast. <laughs>